I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. The volume. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SHANNON. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code SHANNON only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles in Louisiana, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to another edition of Nightcap. I am Shannon Sharp, your favorite uncle, and he is Chad Ocho Cinco, your favorite number 85. That's me. Ring of Honor, Cincinnati Bengals. Great. Thanks for joining us. Let's jump right into it, Ocho. Tonight, the Seahawks hammer the Giants. 24-3. Mm-hmm. Remember, they got beat 40 nothing at home opening home. night against the Cowboys. Cowboys. Daniel Jones was sacked 10 times, two mm. picks, fumble loss. Let's just say Danny Dimes tonight mm. wasn't worth a wooden nickel. 
what you got for me? Listen, I love Daniel Jones. I love him. Obviously, he is the $40 million quarterback in the Big Apple, the New York Giants. They decided not to pay Saquon Barkley, obviously, even though Saquon Barkley is hurt. I think he could have he could have helped a little bit tonight. I don't think it would have changed the outcome of the game. But Daniel Jones, just watching him play the first half, his longest, his longest pass in the first half was seven yards. Mm-hmm. Was seven yards. You that's not going to get you a W at all. At all. Darren Waller, if I'm not mistaken, had two catches. Yeah. Two catches, if I'm not mistaken. They were moving the ball. They were moving the ball down the field. They were they were fishing, but you had a fumble. That fumble when when that, that, fumbled that strip, the ball. Daniel Jones, strip sack. Okay. Strip sack. Mm-hmm. And get you know what the Seahawks got out of that? They got points out of that. There mm-hmm. was a pick, there was a pick six. Who did that? By, by, Daniel Jones. Okay. Devin Witherspoon played out his mind, but I'm I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stick with the Giants right now. It was an atrocious showing by the Giants offensively. If there was a shining light or a glimmer of hope for the Giants, it was Kayvon Thibodeau. It was Kayvon Mm -hmm. Thibodeau. He played some good goddamn football tonight, and was one of the bright spots on the defensive side of the ball. You know, they say money doesn't change you. It makes you more of what you already are. Mm. In sports, money doesn't change you. It makes you richer of what you already are. Daniel Mm -hmm. Jones is a richer average quarterback. And somehow owners and general managers think that, you know what, if we pay this guy, Mm -hmm. he'll all of a sudden get it. Mm -hmm. That's not how it works, Ocho. You can't say if a guy is lazy, well, I'm going to give him $100 million and that's going to motivate him. If no. you're not self-motivated, it's going to be hard for money to motivate you. Mm-hmm. And Daniel Jones is an average quarterback. That's what he is. And somehow yeah. they thought by giving him $40 million was going to change mm-hmm. what he actually is. And it's not. But I think we, we say he was an average quarterback based on the standard that we hold quarterbacks to. Your Peyton Mannings, your Tom Brady's, your Patrick Mahomes, your Joe Burrows, the, 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 the upper echelon of quarterbacks in today's Isn't NFL Isn't that what right he was now. taking in the draft to be? Yeah, yeah, yes, it is. But it hasn't panned out to be such. It hasn't panned out to be such. But with the market, with the market was with him, with him, with him being up as far as his rookie contract, the timing. I mean, he just that that is what he commands in general, whether he wants to or not. They had to pay him because they were, oh. where else were you going? You oh, needed sure. a quarterback. I mean, Let me ask you a question. Can, you I, ask you what, a can, yes, can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. The housing market is yeah. booming. Right. If the house isn't worth twenty million, I'm not paying twenty million because that's just what that's what the market. That, bears. That's not that's not the way the NFL works. You know that. You know how hard it is to find a quarterback. You understand how hard so it is to find a quarterback. One that, you pay they're, one. They're, so you just even though you don't you do you believe the Giants actually think this guy can take them to a Super Bowl? Yes or no? Deep down, do, do, do I believe? I'm not the no, one the cutting Giants. the check. I'm the not Giants. the one cutting the check. The Giants. Oh, in, in order, and and oh, oh man, you said about him in week one. Hold on, I'm. I'm, I'm I, I don't think. I don't think they have the tools to be able to take the Giants to the Super Bowl. I don't think they have the tools because they're not using. They're not using for one with the tools they do have at their disposal. They're not using them the right way. Mm-hmm. They they're not using them the right way. They they just not. What? Here's the thing. And How can I use? Go ahead. And now that I think about it, I think about Rex Grossman. Right? Remember Rex Grossman mm-hmm. took the Chicago Bears. Yes. Yes. To the Super Bowl. 
Yes. That de- for one, the defense was good, right? The defense right, was and they good. ran the football with they, Thomas they, Jones. And they, yeah. they ran the football. Obviously, it's, it's a pass-happy league now. They yes. have a great, great weaponry over there. Sterling Shepard. Come on, Ocho, man. Jay Stop Lyons. saying that. Listen, we don't, we don't need, we don't need, you don't need superstars to get the, you don't need superstars. You to gotta get the job have superstar done. receivers or a superstar quarterback. You can't have average on top of average and expect greatness. When did that happen? You, you don't have to be great to win a Super Bowl. When is the last time we had a great receiver to win a Super Bowl? I'm you listening. had great quarterback. Is Patrick Mahomes not a great quarterback? Yeah, he's, so he's you a great quarterback. You can take average, you're telling me you can take an average receiver, an average quarterback, and expect greatness. Is that well, what you, you're telling you, me? You, you know what comes into play? You know what comes into play? If you have average and average at receiving quarterback, you know what comes into play then? You know where... Average. You know, but listen, that's where your coaching comes into play. That's where your play calling comes into play. That's when, if you play spades, right, and you get a certain hand, and you get a car, you get the cards that you are dealt, you got to play a different kind of way to win. You got to play the game a different kind of way if you want to win. Ocho. The cards that yep. you were dealt, you got to be able to figure it out. You can't. The reason, do you believe the Patriots, when they were winning all of those Super Bowls, do mm-hmm. you believe they could have won? I'm not the first one notwithstanding, but do right. you could you believe they could have won those Super Bowls without the greatness of Tom Brady? They could have taken any other average quarterback. I'm going to leave everything else the same. Right. The only thing I'm removing is Tom Brady. Do you mm-hmm. believe they win those championships? No. Okay. No. Now, with that being said, you just told me you can take an average quarterback, average receiver I didn't, group. I, I didn't. No, no, no. I, that, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you have a if if I don't like calling nobody average anyway. This is the NFL. They're they're there for a reason. These are the one percenters in the but world. But there's tiers. There's levels. Okay, there is levels. But listen to me. If you have an average quarterback, uh, average quarterback room, or average quarterback, if you have average receivers, that means the coaching philosophy, the scheme in what you do and go out there week in and week out has to be that much better. It has to be that much better. That's where the coaching comes into play. I'm telling you, it's not X's and O's. It's Jim's and Joe's. So you keep telling me coaches, coach, okay, coach Belichick, is he not great? How is great. he doing? How is he doing without the greatness of Brady? Coach Belichick is the is the defensive mind, right? Coach he Belichick is the defensive mind, mind coach, right? He was defensive with Tom Brady. Listen, he's a defensive minded coach, though. How's the New England? How's the New England Patriots defense doing? They they're doing goddamn good. Okay, how about this? They're, here? Do, they're doing good. Okay, I'm going to tell you, all these great. You say okay. Charlie Weiss was a great offensive mind. How Charlie did you Weiss. do it? Notre Dame, Charlie Weiss? Listen, let me, let me finish my point, okay. and I'm going to let you okay. chime in. Yes, Charlie sir. Weiss was Tom Brady's first offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. How did he do it at Notre Dame? How did he do it at Kansas? Okay. Uh, Josh McDaniels. How did he do it at Denver? How is he doing it at Oakland? Excuse me. Now, Las Vegas. Right. Okay. I'm going to go another one. Who else? Bill O'Brien. How did he do it at Houston? So you keep telling me excellent, or you keep telling me the great minds, the great minds. Stop fooling yourself, Ocho. You know I'm it comes I'm, down I'm to not, players. I'm, I'm not, yeah, it, it, it does come down to players. But again, this is the NFL. This is the NFL. Even though there are tears, I'm just saying in order for things to work, in order for the Giants to get the most out of their players, you got to put them in positions to succeed. And now if you have, a, if you have average players you, and you say you have an average quarterback, then the coaching has to come into play and be that much more better than what you have 
than, than the product on the field. It just has to, or it gets exposed. And right now they're getting they're getting exposed. Oh, Joe, all, all I'm saying is that the only thing you're gonna get now, you keep saying is tears. T-E-A-R-S, tears. Hey, That's you what you're going to get with Daniel Jones, few, not it's the only, tier. It's only a few tier ones. It's only a yes. handful of them. Yes. And everybody else got to come to play. You Everybody else got to come to play ball. Oh, Joe, Daniel Jones is not even tier two or tier three. Stop fooling yourself. Stop telling the people that, Ocho. We Listen, you and I, we're going to have, we look, we're going to joke, we're going to have a great time. But in order for us to maintain credibility, we got right. to be truthful now. You know Daniel Jones is not a tier listen, two or a tier three quarterback. I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't speak on him being tier one, two, or three. I just talked about what he did tonight, and it wasn't sufficient. I, I, I did that. What about I said week it one? I wasn't sufficient enough to win, win the game. So it what wasn't. about week one? That, that, was, that was bad. That was bad all across so, the board. All was I bad know all is I keep hearing. And I only, I only said it because it was week one. You I keep all up. I wasn't, I wasn't all up in arm because it was, it was week one. You somebody got to win, you, somebody got to lose. You keep you keep getting you keep this goodness. You keep saying that you keep saying, oh, we, goodness, good, good, good. And Daniel Jones keep giving you these performances. So how much more do you need to see before you come to the realization? Say, you know what, man? I mean, the Giants are not going in with him. I just said he didn't play well tonight. I don't. When I, has he I, played I, well? He played well enough. He done just enough to get the contract that he got. Because oh, if he sure. if he wasn't, they wouldn't have paid him. So we blasting everything on. Jim. There, there, there's much? something. There's something that the Giants organization saw in Daniel Jones, where he was rewarded the contract that he got. So are you it, working for the Giants no organization? Answers. Are you working for the Giants organization? I need you to speak to what I you're seeing. I don't, I don't, okay, I just told you what I saw, and I, I, I said it tonight. I'm not gonna say it any, any, any worse than what I already did. I stated he threw an interception, two of them at that, one yes. the digs. Won the Witherspoon. He had a strip sack. All mm-hmm. of those ended up in points. Yes. For the Seahawks. He yes. didn't play well tonight. Okay. He didn't. He didn't play well tonight. Okay. He didn't. So and, over and, so over the course of his career, have you seen more good or more bad? That, that's a, that's a goddamn good question. That's okay. A well, give me a good, good answer. Well, based on based on what you're saying, I haven't watched enough of Daniel Jones to make that kind of you've assessment. Watched on, on, you watched enough. You watched enough. The man's been in the league I, five years. Stop it. Yeah, the he, man's he been has, in the league a long time. Yeah, he has. I I think what we've been able to see from him is not the worst of the worst, and it's not the best of the best. It's the middle of the pack somewhere where he's someone that you can work with and be do what. He's someone that you can work with and be efficient with. And accomplish because if he what? wasn't, if he, if he wasn't as bad as you think, if he was bad as you think and keep saying he is, despite what he's putting up, he wouldn't have gotten the money he's gotten. So it's something oh, that the Giants so nobody, see. So it's everybody at the Giants see. That I, I I can't. There's nothing I can say. I yes, can, there I is. Can, Ocho, that's what we're on here for. But um, so, I mean, so I did. History, I just told you. I just told you. Let me ask you this. I just told you that. So everybody, everybody. Everybody that's gotten a contract in the NFL, mm-hmm. I'm not saying de- deserve because deserve is is the saying, but it's right. played has basically like put up the numbers to warrant them getting the contract they received. Mm-hmm. Everybody that's ever played in the NFL has done you that. Got it. You have to do. You have to do something. There has to be something that they see for you to get your money. 
Because they ain't just paying no just no anybody. You know what? Here you go. Here go forty million dollars. You they just, just told me no money like that. That's not what you just told me. You just told me where else were the Giants gonna go? They had to pay somebody. That's what you just told me. I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm not saying it in that matter. He was the best option at the time, which is why they paid him. So would you rather get hit by a Mack truck or a dump truck going sixty miles an hour? Either way, you're gonna. Yeah, either way, okay. I'm gonna yeah, who that is? That's what I've been trying to get you to say. <laughs> See, you see how simple that was. See, once yeah. I give you things in, in, in an analogy form, you you grasp the concept a lot. It's simple. Listen, you, really you kill it. You, you're killing me. When we, we it's, it's thirty two it's thirty two teams in the NFL. Yes, now you're, you're, you're top tiered. You got about four or five players. Yes, you got four or five players. So everybody else, you you got to have something to work with. So there's something that the Giants saw in Daniel Jones that they knew he is the answer for what we're trying to do. This is all we got to work with right now. Well, that, here's that's the thing. That's it. The, thing, the problem that you have is that the reason why Daniel Jones can be somewhat effective if yeah. Saquon is in and he mm-hmm. can run the ball, he mm-hmm. can catch the ball out of the backfield. So he can take those three to five yard routes and mm-hmm. get you first downs. He can get you 10. He can get, mm-hmm. you, get you 15. He's a threat to take the ball to distance. Without mm-hmm. him, now you're asking Daniel Jones and, and and mediocre receivers, and then look. If you're in the NFL, you're NFL. But there's ta- there's levels to, you know. Everybody's not Tyreek, so one or two things got to happen. Now, if you want to go far, somebody has to be great on the offensive side. Your quarterback, your receivers, something has to be great because if it's not, you're not going to go very far. Average and average is not going to get you very far. And again, that's why the first thing I said. If you if I these these are your words, if you have an average quarterback room, yes, you have an average quarterback, if you have so-called average receivers, yes, that means to mask and get the most out of your offense and offensive players, the coaching and the scheme has to be that much better if you don't have the players. Okay. So tell it, me it the just, coach. It just does. So tell me, tell me the coach that, that can that, get that, them. that can get it done. That can get it oh. done with Daniel Jones and those receivers. Oh well, he's in he's in Kansas City, and the other one is in um he's in Kansas City, calling the plays in Kansas City, and the other one he has the Patrick plays, Mahomes, and, and, and the other one is calling the plays in uh in DC. He's Patrick Mahomes, and it's another one named last name Shanahan. He's with the 49ers. Now okay. I'm, I'm I'm giving you I'm giving you offensive coaches that have a creative mind that can get the most out of their players, which is maybe what the Giants' offensive staff is lacking: the creativity, the creativity that they need to be successful. If everybody's so average, but here's the thing: if you have average quarterback and you have average receivers, what's the one thing they can't do? Turn the football. Turn the over. ball over. You can't turn the ball what, over at what all. What is Dan, what has Daniel Jones done just about as much as, as more more than just about anybody else in the league since he's been in the league? He's turned the ball over. So now you, you got you got to protect the ball. You don't have greatness like Patrick Mahomes can play bad, but he has the ability to overcome that. Yeah, Daniel yeah. Jones can't play, but can't turn the ball over and right. have the ability to overcome that because he doesn't have a. Uh, 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 Justin Jefferson. He doesn't right. have a Tyreek. He doesn't have these elite level receivers. Right. So that's the problem that you're running into with the Daniel Jones. Now, this notion that if we in, in the NFL, but you notice that Ocho, quarterback mm-hmm. is the only position that they'll overpay 
and say, mm-hmm. well, if we overpay him, we can make mm-hmm. something out. They won't do right. that for receivers. They no. won't do that for the running back. The running back, even the top running backs can barely get money. So mm-hmm. tell me the other position that you can be average to below average. They'll mm-hmm. pay you above a market value above just like, you know what? All we got to do. Well, where else can we go to find it? They'll go right. out and find an offensive lineman. They'll go out and find everybody. But for an yeah. average quarterback, I'm not saying you're trying to replace Patrick Mahomes or mm-hmm. Justin Herbert or one of these, you know, top 10 quarterbacks. Right. Daniel Jones, not top 10. But this is this is the funny thing about it. You know how scarce the quarterback position is? You know how scarce and hard it is to find a quality quarterback or just yes. a quarterback that can run your offense and just be efficient? You don't have to be Patrick Mahomes. You don't have to be Jalen Hurts. You don't have to be Patrick I mean, you don't have to be Joe Burrow or, or goddamn Josh Allen. But to find a quarterback that can be efficient and just run the offense and just give you a chance. Can you give me a chance on Sunday? Can you be Not efficient? Turn the ball over. That is, it's, it's still hard to find. It's hard to you find. Know, Ocho, the problem that I have is that you gave a guy that kind of money when you mm-hmm. knew your offensive line was in shambles. That mm-hmm. offensive line, they didn't upgrade the offensive line. So the offensive line got him pummeled last year. They're getting pumped. I mean, he got, we thought he got obliterated in week one. He, they only sacked him seven times. Thanks. He got 10 tonight. Tonight, yeah. Yeah. 10. Yeah. And so I just don't understand the Giants' philosophy is that you don't protect him. You mm-hmm. don't give him a, 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 a true number one receiver that he can throw to. And mm-hmm. now Saquon is out. Now where do you go? Where, where do you find it? Because you got to say, and, and and when he came off the field, the coach, Brian Dayball was like, bro, we ran a whip route. You want, you want, you run that route, anticipating the DB is going to be on your hip. Right. So if you're going to miss, you got to miss inside, Ocho. You got to miss inside. If you, you miss, wide. If you miss on his hip, the DB is on his hip. You're going to hit him right in his chest. And where yep. did he hit him at? Right between the numbers. Uh, Rails. I like a reservation for six. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a very hard restaurant to get into in New York. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Giants are the Giants now are three and 11 in the last 11 games in which Saquon Barkley has missed. Daniel Jones has more interceptions than touchdowns in games that Saquon Barkley does not play. Daniel mm. Jones is one in 12 in primetime games. Worst winning percentage ever. Saquon, I'm going to say that again. John Mara, uh, uh, the Tishes, uh, whomever the, the general manager is, Brian Dayball, mm-hmm. you don't go because Daniel Jones. Saquon Barkley is the engine. We Saquon Barkley is the engine. Everybody knew that. But for some reason, they the don't Giants value. Oh, oh, they knew. They, 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 they knew. They knew. They understand. They understand. They but they to, had they 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 trying, trying to, to line for the NFL oh, for yeah. the league. They keep to. the running back. They trying to keep the running back market suppressed. They, they trying to suppress the market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not now. Uh, your team suffering. True. Let's move it along. Rodney mm-hmm. Harrison. I played against Rodney. We were in the same division for a number of years. Very good friend of mine. We used to work out together occasionally. Um, when he was when he moved to Atlanta, I lived in Atlanta, so mm-hmm. I know Rodney very well. He said something last night mm-hmm. where Chris Jones after the game, and he asked him, did it surprise you that Zach Wilson played so well considering what you had seen on tape? And he caught a lot of blowback because yeah. people, and and, 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 and I want to get your thoughts, and I'm going to go back and, and, and tell you what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And he caught a lot of blowback um, for what he said, and then he, he rephr- asked him another way, and he said that he was garbage. What? 
what are your what are your thoughts on what Rodney said and how Chris Jones handled that? Chris Jones, class act. Class mm-hmm. act. He's a class act. Rodney Harrison trying to bait him into saying something bad about Zach based on Rodney's assessment based on Zach's play and every, what everybody else has been saying. And I'm, I, I like to think I'm one of the few that have always stuck up for Zach, you know, for the past three years. But that was, and I've had this problem with you before as well, with, with you wanting me to be a little bit more critical of players so I can have some type of credibility when I am talking about the players and being able to analyze them and, and making a fair assessment mm-hmm. and, um, and, and about their play. And I, and, and I kind of shun on the idea of doing so because players don't really take it well. They take it personal, you know? Yeah. And one of the things for someone like Rodney Harrison, who's been in the business on the other side now for, for quite some time, I think it was very unprofessional, very unprofessional to, to, to go that route and speak that way about a, about a player in that manner. There are ways to analyze and critique players on their play without it being personal. Oh, and that one just a little, that was a little over the line for me, just a little, so think, a little over the line. So you think that his use of word, the term garbage Why made it you, personal to you? Yeah, that, 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 that's personal. And that's not the way to conduct an interview in general, talking about another player, especially trying to bait another player to agree with you on what you're saying, just to say some bad, like you, you I, don't, you don't do that. The, the, I, I, it it might've been the, the right message the wrong messenger, right message, wrong messenger. I think the thing what happened is that he was fine when he said, Chris, are you surprised mm-hmm. how well Zach played considering mm-hmm. what you had seen on tape and be honest. Mm-hmm. I believe if he had left honest out, because when I ask you a question, if I'm asking a player a question, I'm right. expecting him to be honest. And even though deep down in the back of my mind, I don't believe he's honest, considering mm-hmm. that I played the game, I was in the locker room, and so right. I'm assessing. That's not for me to decide. That's not for me to try to come back and say, okay. Now, here's another thing. Rodney has to understand NBC has the game. Right. And they have what we call production meetings. You've right. been in production meetings. I've been in production meetings. A lot of the key offensive players, defensive players and coaches before the game, they go in there, they sit down and like, well, how you feeling? You know, you, you, you know, oh, we feel good. Uh, last week, well, you know, we came, you know, with a tough, with a, 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 a much needed win or a very mm-hmm. tough loss. We're looking to get back on the right track. Yada, yada, yada. Right. You can't be as critical as say me because we're away from it. We don't have the game, even though if I'm on a network, uh, I now work for ESPN. I'm not like him going to the production meeting. So I'm further enough removed. So right. NBC is not going to get that kind of blowback. And I mean, right. ESP is not going to get that blowback. Like mm-hmm. NBC is because of Rodney said that. Right. And so for me, and I get it. I mean, we don't like the, uh, considering that he used the term garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of, but like Rodney, Rodney said what a lot of other analysts are thinking. Right. They just he just have to be mindful of what he can and can't say. Can't say. I mean, there's a way. It's, it, there's a way to get your message across and deliver it in a certain right. way. Again, he's been in the business for a long time. There's a way to do things. There's a way to say yeah. things. You know, but, and just just it was distasteful, very distasteful, and, especially and trying to, to bait him. It, hey, I don't know how many of you guys, because a lot of you guys don't know. 
but Rodney was not a slouch. Rodney was not some bum. I know oh, a lot of you. Oh, he was the real of, deal now. He I, the real I hear deal a lot now. of guys talking all this gibberish. Y'all better yeah. go back. Y'all, hey, y'all yeah. better go back and check this man tape. He the real deal. He was the real deal. I I I, I played it. I played against <laughs> I, him now when he was with the Chargers. I, I was in the same. I, I played. I played against him also. I played. Yeah. He was in my division for about about seven years. Real deal. So I, I know I know Rodney very well. But I, I know, think I that's, know by that form too. <laughs> Oh, a lot. Hey, yeah, it, it'd have been tough for him to play in today's game. <laughs> oh yeah, big time, big time. They 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 define they define that that physicality that he brought to the table. Mm-hmm. They define that out of him. But I just think the thing is, like I said, I know Rodney, and uh, I'll probably reach out to him tomorrow and talk to him and, and and get his thoughts. And that conversation between he and I will remain private. But I just think sometimes we just have to be mindful, especially him in his situation, because right. he's actually talking to a player. Right. After the game, and mm-hmm. I believe he'd have been fine if he'd have just said, "Chris, are you surprised how well Zach played tonight, considering what you had seen on tape?" And left it at this that. Point? Left it at that. that. You, you don't have to say. You don't have to say and be honest. Right, right, right. Just assume that he's going to be honest, right. knowing more times than not, a lot of times these guys are really good. They've been coached mm-hmm. up. They're they going to give you coach speak. Yeah, that's okay. But you ask the question. Now I'm going to leave it to my viewing audience at home, my listening audience, to mm-hmm. decide whether CJ is telling the truth or not. That's not for me. That's not for me to try to extract that information up out of right. it. Ask the question. And if he answers it, hey, yeah. I mean, but I thought he did. He's like, look, I, he did play well tonight. Mm-hmm. He, play, he, play, he played well. Uh, we saw some big-time throws that he had made on tape. Mm-hmm. He made some of those throws tonight. So... Uh, I'm really not that surprised that he played as well, mm-hmm. uh, but I was glad that we came out here with the win. So, so CJ I, handled it perfectly. I right. just think there are a, a, a few statements that Rodney could have made differently that mm-hmm. probably would have changed the complexion of the uh, of the interview. So are you ready to also agree that he played well, or are you still sticking with your sentiments that you said yesterday that Zach Wilson didn't play well? Because you heard Chris Jones say it. You heard everybody else say it. You heard Patrick Mahomes say it. You played one hell of a game. Keep going. So, can we get that from you as well? Can Look, you right I, now say you, Zach Wilson now you know a good I game? If if CJ wants to say that, that's fine. But I already right. know coach quarterbacks go stick up for other quarterbacks. They go give you coach. They go get. I guarantee you, Geno Smith to go say Daniel Jones played well tonight. If you ask him, I guarantee you, he said, "Man, that was a tough game." But I thought under the circumstances, he played well. You okay. already know. <laughs> so, so you just not gonna give Zach Wilson his credit by last night's game, huh? Give him credit for for losing. Okay. I thought I thought the objective was to win. So okay. now you want me? To... I see. I see where you're going. Okay. I no, see no, where no. Going. I ain't going nowhere. All right. No, I ain't going nowhere. I'm All right, right here. I'm right here. I ain't going nowhere. I we see, got, time tonight. I right. got time tonight. All I got right. time tonight. I got time tonight. So you ain't, gonna give me, you, you ain't gonna give me credit. Okay. Tell okay. me what I'm getting credit for. Playing a great game. They weren't able to come out on the winning end, but what he did in the game, some of the throws he made, is a great foundation to build off of. For the following Ash, put a, week. Put a, if you don't mind, Ash, put those last three possessions the Giants had up on my screen right quick. Come on, now. That's the game. No, 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 no. Don't, 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 the don't. Giants start are, the, hey, don't the Giants start Stevie Wonder now. Now, all of a sudden, you Stevie Wonder. Now, you waving side to side. Don't Stevie Wonder on me now. No, let, let Ash put this up on my board. His last three possessions. Give me those right quick. Okay, Wilson's last three possessions. Uh, uh, a punt, three and out, oh, three and out, punt, fumble. 
Lad Wilson's Zach Wilson's last three jives ended a punt, which was three and out, another punt, and a fumble. Now tell me this greatness. Where was the greatness in that? Okay. So so the game no, the, game, the, the, the game came down to those 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 last three possessions. Yes. The get in a game of that magnitude that's tied, you absolutely right. It comes down to those. And again, let me remind you about some of the plays before that happened. Where, where all that doesn't matter. Would have been, all that doesn't matter. matter. Okay. Okay. All that doesn't matter. Because okay. how many times have we seen other quarterbacks play bad? Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, uh, uh, Tua. How many times? Dak Prescott. How many times have we seen quarterbacks? Lamar Jackson. How many times have we seen quarterbacks play bad, but when they need to make have a drive to get a game-time field goal, mm-hmm. a win, or not let the team get the ball back, they do that. How many times? All right. You're right. You're right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you have this one. <laughs> uh, we we, 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 we going we to come back to this. You'll okay. see. Okay. Remember this. Okay. Jay-Z don't jump! Because- don't jump on the don't jump on the goddamn Zach Wilson bandwagon later on in the season either, bro. He got four flat tires and the engine missing. He All ain't right. going nowhere. Okay, why am I jump on that? He ain't going yeah. nowhere. Re- remember that. Keep that same energy. As a matter of fact, Triple A, Triple A on the way right now to try to get you try to get you going. Right. Ride in the tow truck. You you know you break down in the road and you don't want to <laughs> ride the car. You know you you ride up there with the tow truck driving you in the thing. <laughs> Everybody said, hey, man, what happened to Sean Carr? <laughs> but I'm going to let you, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm going to let you have that bandwagon all to yourself. All I ain't right. going to even get on it because I don't want it to get crowded because you going to say. A- a- everybody else on it with me? you the only oh, one on there. With there. You. Yeah, you're the only one in on there because we, we can see. You can't see. We can okay. see what's coming. Mm. I don't know. Objects are closer than they appear. Yeah. You about to get sideswiped, Ocho. We, we we ain't even looking at we ain't even looking in the in the mirrors. We you we ain't looking in the mirrors. We looking straight ahead. Jay Z caught some flack. Um, he was talking about he was talking Kevin Hart, and Kevin Hart was, had said mm-hmm. that it was it's a difficult conversation to have with cousins. And Jay Z said, "Yeah, we go to your aunt's house, and you go to your mom's house, and your cousins over, and mm-hmm. they're pitching you. Hey, bro, I got this great idea. I need forty eight hundred, and I'm gonna get Ooh. you two mil back." Yeah. And so people, and then everybody started listing. Uh, Jeff Bezos got a loan from his father, and Bill and and, and uh, uh, Bill Gates got a loan from his father, mm-hmm. and the Walton family got a loan from his dad. Blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Ain't nobody mentioned nothing about no cousins. All they mentioned about was kids getting loans from their. Now I guarantee and you. Now parents. I don't know the name. I don't know parents. the name of Jay Z twins, but I know the oldest daughter is named Blue Ivy. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, if Blue Ivy went to her dad, went mm-hmm. to her mom. And says, mm-hmm. Mom, Dad, look what I've been trying. This is what I need to do. And I need a little extra capital mm-hmm. to get this thing really, really going. Yeah. I don't think Ho, I don't think Bay is going to have a problem. I'm saying Bay, Beyonce. I'm not saying Bay. So right, right, I don't right. want to be disrespectful to that man. Beyonce mm-hmm. uh, is going to say no. So uh, Sam Walton, Jeff Bezos, Phil Knight, Elon Musk, Donald Trump, Mark Zuckerberg all Your got kids. capital. For- Thank you. It's family. Ain't say nothing about cousins. Cousins. Now, go back and look at Jay-Z's history. He's taking care of his mom. He's Mm -hmm. taking care of his brothers and sisters. Immediate immediate family. He got a a homeboy named Ty-Ty that I've heard him speak glowingly Mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. Y'all need, listen, it would be nice 
if Hove wanted had some first cousins, some second cousins, mm-hmm. or third cousins, or what we that's what we call dog kin. You're closer mm-hmm. kin to a Saint Bernard than you have that third yeah. or fourth cousin. <laughs> but I'm okay. <laughs> that's what we call dog kin down south. But anyway, it's, and so if that would be nice, if Jay Z said, you know what, hey, I want to break y'all off. But Jay-Z is under under no obligation. I don't care. Well, if I had a billion dollars, that's probably why you couldn't get to a billion dollars because you giving away money that you don't have. Yeah, yeah. And the funny thing, this is the funny thing about family. This is the funny thing about family. This is the funny thing about friends. Everybody always has an idea. Everybody Everybody always has this idea on how to make money, but they need your money in order to do it. Right. They always need your money to do it. But one, half the time, they don't think these plans and, and ways to make money out. There's no, there's no business plan to it. It's just an right. idea in your head. Right. And, and so, as soon as you, they bring your idea and you ask them, well, show me a business plan and show me how you're going to make it work. Let me see your deck. Let me, let let me, see, let me see something. Never have anything to show for. It's right. just a thought. It's just a thought. And, and something about our people is we really have no respect or value for a dollar. No. At all. And you have an expectation, and you automatically expect because we think, oh, if I make it, I'm supposed to bring everybody, all 20, all 375 of my closest kin. And and it don't work like that. And all all three, all 375 would be broke. Yes. And then everybody. Ocho, it trips me out when people, you're like, you you try to help everybody. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden you go broke. Man, I don't mm-hmm. know how he lost all that no, money. Sorry. Giving it to you, mofos. That's yeah. how I lost all my money. Yeah. I'm helping you with car payment. Mm-hmm. I'm helping you with your kids. I'm helping you with house note. I'm helping you do all this other stuff. And then when I go broke, now y'all looking at me crazy. Yeah. Listen, the, one of the fastest ways to go broke is not learning how to stay, say no. It's oh. normally family. It's normally family. That will continue to drain you. Sometimes it's a close your closest relative. Sometimes it's your own mom, it's your own daddy. Sometimes you yeah, got yeah. to know you got to know how to how to deal with them at arm's length when they don't yeah. have structure and discipline. That is the most dangerous thing for young athletes or for anyone that has money in general. They will continue to drain you over and over. When you give them once, they're gonna come back when they run out. Yeah, you get somebody, it, it, you, you, get, you 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 get somebody five grand. All you doing. If, if if you take oh, if you take oh, if you take man oh, don't, don't, don't get me started. You give somebody bro. five grand, man, man, you making five six million dollars. What's what's ten grand to you? Shit. Bro, that's five thousand more than you started with. That's yeah. a thousand more than you started mm-hmm. with. You over here mm-hmm. counting my pocket, my, my, talking yeah. about all that money I'm making. Mm-hmm. Considering that you came to me asking for mm-hmm. money, you should be grateful. And yeah. I'm giving you the money with no expectation of Patience. you returning it. Because yeah. that's normal. That's what I do. I'm never going to give somebody money that I'm expecting mm-hmm. it back. Because all it's going to do is going to call us to, it's going to cause me to lose, it's going to cause our friendship, friendship. or our our, 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 our or our kinship mm-hmm. It's going to cause a friction. Because Always. if I give you money and I expect it back and you don't pay me, now I'm not going to, see, everybody always wants you to, man, Man, that little bit of money. Now it's a little bit of money. money when I want yeah. you to pay it back, it's a little, yeah, bit, of money. little bit of money. You didn't yeah. say that when you came and asked me for it. You ain't yeah. mentioned nothing about no little piece of money. That little bit of hey man, let me hold a little bit of money. You you asked me, let me borrow a thousand. Let me hold five thousand. I ain't got no problem with that. Right. I'm gonna get. I have in the past. My uncles and aunts. I went to the suit. Hey. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Man, I had an uncle. Every time my homeboy, my homeboys and friends come around, man, you know, I used to change diapers on that boy. <laughs> Ocho, man, don't laugh, Ocho. Every Ocho, every time he I come around, my homeboys, my friends old, come around. Not the old school story. Man, man, you know, I changed. So I pulled him to the side. I gave him $3,500. I said, don't yeah. tell that damn story no more now. Okay? <laughs> I'm dead ass. See, you laughing, Ocho, but I'm dead serious. I said, don't tell that story no more now. Yeah. I said, that's, that's the end of that story. But I, I go to the Super Bowl and I come back. Mm-hmm. I give, my mom had eight brothers and sisters. Yes, sir. All of them was married. I come home, 5000 for you. The hook, even though if it's not, but you know, they, they, my, they my relative through, through, my, through, you know, through my mom. Right. I get I give my her sisters, I get a husband, same thing. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, you wasn't going to the game. Because me, when it came to the Super Bowl, right. the first time you see me play, wasn't gonna be in the Super Bowl. If you hadn't seen a preseason game, a right. regular season game, or a playoff right. game, and you think the first time that you're gonna see me play is gonna the be in the show? damn Super Bowl? Ain't uh, ain't happening. That that ain't happening. But man, people need to stop this. They mm-hmm. think, man, if I had a billion dollars, no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. People always say what they would do because they've never been in that situation. Situation. And the, the funny thing about it, another thing we need to learn: we have no, no, no structure, no discipline when it comes to spending money. We have the mindset is I'm gonna blow a bag and go make it right back. And always mm-hmm. think it's, and, like and, that. listen, and always think that every play, that play that you always doing, or whatever hustle that may be, it ain't gonna always hit. It ain't no. gonna always be hitting. Whatever it is that you may be doing, whether it's whether it's something good or whether it's something bad, it ain't gonna always hit the way you think it is. Just the our mindset and the way we think, man, there's no type of discipline when it comes to spending money. And they always got an idea. Everybody always had this wonderful idea on a way to make money but never have none of their own. No. Always. <laughs> like I said, and, and, when, and people are like, well, what you going to do for your kids? My kids will tell you. You go ask any of my kids, they're going to tell you. Mm-hmm. I'm dead is, I'm, I'm, dead is the last option, yeah. not the first choice. Because mm-hmm. I, I sent you to private school, I sent mm-hmm. you to college. Yeah. Okay, now, if you can't figure it out, mm-hmm. let's talk about it. Now, right. don't go make a mistake and then come ask daddy to bail you out. Because mm-hmm. you should have asked daddy first. Right. Because, you know, a lot of times I'm grown. You know what I noticed? My kids are always grown when it comes except with money. Mm. They ain't grown when it comes to money. When yeah. it comes to money, you know, I, you, I'm daddy little girl. I'm, <laughs> I'm daddy little boy. Whoa. Yeah. You think yeah. you could drink and you could curse and you could do all mm-hmm. this stuff. But now you need some money. You ain't grown no more. Yeah. yeah but I'm kinda, my, I'm my, kinda... my kids have been very, very good. Mm-hmm. But they know I'm last option, mm-hmm. not first choice. Now we're gonna sit down and talk about it, and I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna help. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna leave. I'm right. gonna help them out once because right. my kids are knock on wood. They've never been a. Because I say if you ever get in trouble, you get a DUI. Mm-hmm. I already know my kids will tell you if you were to get a DUI, what you who the first? Don't I'm not calling my dad. I'm gonna <laughs> tell my mom not to tell my dad. Cause I'm right. gonna be in the pen right. I'm gonna be in the pen right next to you, <laughs> but for a whole different reason. So they already know. And <laughs> hey, listen, Look, I I, <laughs> I work my tail off because a lot of right. what I do is for for the kids and the grandkids. Right. 
My right. son has, I have a grandson, but, uh, you know, hopefully knock on wood, my daughter's going to get married and have kids. And so what I'm working hard for now is to start it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, my mom and dad and my grandparents didn't have anything to leave me. But right. I'm going to leave my kids and kids, kids, kids right. well, well off. Right. They're going to be straight. Now, right. I'm not going to say they're going to be as, as, as business-minded as I am and, and, right. and every shiny toy that comes mm-hmm. along, like, I want this new car, I want that. Because eventually, if y'all don't do the right things, the business is going to go away, the money's going to dissipate. It's going to run away, yeah, yeah, it's going to disappear. But I, I, I understand what Jay, and, and it's only people that's in that situation that mm-hmm. have money, and I don't have nearly the money that Jay-Z has, mm-hmm. or, or or Kevin Hart of any, or any of these people that, that were mentioned. Mm-hmm. But you have to say no, Ocho. You're absolutely right. You have to be willing to say no and be okay with that. Mm-hmm. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I don't, I don't think people understand. I don't, I don't think people understand how difficult it is to navigate having large sums of money, especially when you've had it for a while, or just being a rookie for that matter, or just coming, to, coming into your own, or coming into money and having all these new friends. You have all these new friends, all this pressure and, and wanting to fit in. And you think you, 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 you're given and, and all, all of it. I call it transit transactional access. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't need, you don't need, you don't need nobody. You don't need, you don't need the entourage. Cause every time you see entourage, there's only one person really got money. Yeah. And you, and you got, and then you got the feed, you got the, you got to feed all them different miles, man. I just, it's, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, we could talk about that topic. I can go on and on and on. You know, when it, when it comes to financial literacy, that that's that's my thing. Yeah. I, I'm I'm on that. 
I'm on that. <laughs> I, I remember a couple of years ago, there was an article that came out that I think Dr. Dre's daughter, he was mm -hmm. taking care of her. He was mm -hmm. financially supporting her. Right. And I think she had lost a Range Rover uh, mm -hmm. after her four. She had four kids. And I'm not, mm -hmm. I don't want to, I just know, I think it was a couple of different dads. I don't want to say four different baby dads, but I think maybe one or two different dads. And people are like, man, Jay-Z, uh, uh, excuse me, Dr. Dre has all that money. Mm -hmm. Dr. Dre is not under an obligation. Mm -hmm. All I, You know what I told my kids, Ocho? I say, all I owe you is an education. Mm. I don't owe you anything else. I'm not, I, I could die right. and leave everything that I've worked my butt off to you, but I don't owe you that. I owe you an education to mm -hmm. get you the best education I possibly can mm -hmm. to get you started. After that, this notion that you owe your kids. You see the problem, you know why? You know, we made lazy kids. You know why mm. we made lazy kids? Because in our mind, we want them to have it easier than what we had it. Right. You well, wouldn't I, have gotten to where you got, you wouldn't have gotten to where you, if your mom would have babied you, mm -hmm. like you do some of your kids, you're not right. Ocho Cinco. I'm damn mm -hmm. sure not Shannon Sharp. Right. That, that's a good one. And that, 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 that's a very touchy subject too. That's a very touchy subject because some of the times I've seen it on Twitter before, um, Jackie Chan, when he talked mm -hmm. about his wealth and he said, yeah. I wasn't leaving, he wasn't leaving any of his fortune to his kids and just watching Twitter go, go in an uproar. All parents always want their kids to suffer. So they didn't have to I'm like, and so that, that, that's a touchy subject as, as far as when it, when it comes to my kids, they know if they need anything, I'm the first and the last option. You know, if you have somewhere to go, it's okay. But if you need it, you know you can call. Now, if it's something extreme and out the blue, you already know it's not happening. We talk about it, we talk <laughs> about important stuff. We talk about necessities, not wants. Now, the wants, we do those things around the holidays. You know, Christmas, birthdays, we'll take care of your wants then. But anything that's a necessity that you need, they know they can call at any time. But that that's that's a very oh, touchy, you that's a very touchy subject, what you just said. Very, very touchy. But you notice everybody always have ideas how you should spend your money. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, everybody got great ideas with your money. Yeah. Man, I would do this. I would do that. No, you no, wouldn't. you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Mm -hmm. It's easy. It's easy to say. Cause I remember I, my brother had money before I had it and I couldn't right. understand, man, you got money, man. What that? I used to leave the door wide open. He like, bro, are you trying to cool? Are you trying to heat the outside also? Man, all that money you got. He said, you right. Man, man, my kid, what going to do? <laughs> Leave that door, letting this air, let this heat up out of this house. What the hell wrong with y'all? I don't know my, Georgia power. And, my, my, and you, you have a greater appreciation for it mm -hmm, yeah. when it's yours, when it's right. coming out of your pockets. Mm -hmm. And now you want people to understand it and respect it and okay. value it like you will. do. That's never the hardest will. thing to get somebody to value things, but it's hard to value something that you didn't you didn't buy, you didn't create or work for. You don't own or you didn't yeah. work for. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. And but listen, I but once you get to that point, I treat people stuff cuz how I would want my stuff treated. treated right. I don't, you know, you know, hey, I ask if I go to somebody's house which is a rarity. I think I can count. I think I can count, Ocho. All right, no lie. I think I can count on one hand mm -hmm. how many people houses I've been in in the last 10 years. Trying to think. I got about three. 
I don't, I can't remember. Let me tell you something. And people go like, man, what? I haven't spent the night at a girl's house at her house in probably 30 in probably 30 years. What? I had a bad situation. Oh, he pulled up on you? He pulled up on you? <laughs> oh, you put oh, you pull that scrap out on I had, you? Oh you no, pulled, I had two wow. situations. Check this out. I had just I had just got drafted. This yes, was sir. in this was in May of 1990. Yeah. And I called a, a, a young lady that I used to mess, I used to talk to, but right. I didn't mess with her anymore. So right. I was coming back from Denver because I was still in school, but I didn't want to drive home in the middle of the night and wake right. my grandma up because right. she was going to like think something's wrong. Right. So right. I was like, I called, I said, Hey, you see anybody? She's like, no, I ain't seeing nobody. I say, I don't want to wake my grandmother up. I could have just went, I could have went and got a hotel room for $50. Yeah. That's yeah, what I should have done. You, you, be, you like, being fast, you being hot. No, check this out, Ocho. Check this yeah. out. She said, no, you can come on over. So I go over. Something tells me, Ocho, I got on shorts and a t-shirt. I got a t-shirt yeah. and shorts on. Something yeah. tells me, mm-hmm. keep your stuff on. I ain't, that night, ain't nothing pop off. Right. Ocho, you ever been sleep? You feel like you can't move, but you can hear everything. Right. I felt, I felt like I was dreaming, but I could hear people arguing. Oh, and I'm shit. like, but I can't move. Oh, so you know you've been like, right, you, right, like right. You, you're know, trying to move. I know, but I know I what you're talking move. about. Right. After a while, boom, the door oh. fly off the hinges. So you got to understand, Ocho, your boy, your boy about to be 22. So Let's I'm go. hey, hey, you know what I'm saying, Ocho? So your boy, <laughs> hey, I got to do the hey. So I'm ready. I'm primed. Yeah. Okay. I Let's make go. eye contact. Uh-huh. Oh, bro. It wouldn't have been good, Ocho. What happened? He had a couple of bodies on his resume. Oh, shit. So he Dang. recognized who I was. I right, recognized right. who he was. Yeah. So he's like, Sharp. I said, yeah, man. He said, man, I love bad. Hey, congratulations going to the Broncos, Ooh, that's bro. That's live. That's hey. live. He said, that's man, live. you in Savannah State, bro. I used to tell my home. I used to tell the homies. I said, that boy yeah. Sharp, he going to the NFL. hmm I put my shoes on, have my socks on, everything. Got up out of there. Check this out, Ocho. I say, God, if you get me out of this situation, I won't get back in another one. Yeah. Three years later, I go back to Savannah State homecoming. I call this chair. I said, what's going on? I said, you know your boy. The same girl? No, a different one. Different one. No, no, different one. She say, check this out, Ocho. I said, you know your boy in town? She said, come on over. Come on over. I said, okay. Okay. I ride with my homeboy Bucket. I said, Bucket, turn around, because we had just left campus. I said, turn yeah. this thing around, Bucket. He turned around. We pull up. So I said, homeboy, you know, watch. Homeboy said, hey, go on, go, no, go on, go on back there, homeboy. Yeah. I said, all right. So he get Jet Magazine. So, you know, I got a Rolly on. I got okay. my chain 84. So, you know, you know, she's like, hey, hey, hey you're so, you know, I'm your boy good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good, I'm feeling good Ocho. I'm feeling good. Yeah. So, about two, okay, I got my, I got my shirt, I, t- I took my shirt off. I see the door handle turning. I'm like, what the, like, what the hell my homeboy thinking? Dude came in that thing with the AK. And the, with the AK. Now, mind you, she done undressed. I just got my shorts on, so I done just came up out my t-shirt and took my jewelry off. My rollie, my chain. So he look at me, I look at him. I say, this your people, my man? He's like, yeah. I said, okay, my bad. Guess what he asked me? 
He said, my man, you sharp? I said, yeah. I, said, I thought so. So I look out in the hallway. Yeah. His homeboy got the shot sawed off. My homeboy sitting on the couch. Because I know my homeboy would have alerted me. But he yeah. got the sawed off on him. Dude oh, got the so AK and me. Yeah. Say so, nothing. Okay, okay. So I get my stuff. I say, my bad, bro. I say, I ain't know. I say, you know me. I don't know who you are. My bad. Right. I'm at fault. I'm wrong. So I get my necklace. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. So I leave and I'm thinking like, oh shit. I said, homeboy, I left my rollie in there. He said, man, if I said, man, you better turn this mofo around. I'm going to get my joint. You really Dude. got it? Did I? Boy, that was 50 bands. Why? <laughs> <laughs> did I? Hey, I said, my man, my roll it on the dresser. He said, hey, you go, my man. I got it. I said, Never Lord. again. So that's why it's been 30 years, huh? I, I can't, I can't, I can't sleep. I, I know. I, I'm not, hey, for the longest time, yeah. I would not go to a female's house without that thing on the table. Right, 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 right. So right. I said, you know what? Just let me just look. I feel comfortable in my own home, but right. we're gonna meet in a neutral place. I right. said, but I can't, I said, I can't risk it anymore. Yeah. I said, because I, somebody's gonna, because they're gonna recognize who I am and they're gonna think because I who I am, I think I can run rough shot over them. I said it ain't even worth it, Ocho. Right. I said, but I said, you got me out of that one. Yeah. Ain't, ain't close my eyes at another, ain't close my eyes at another female's house. That was it. The, the dude walked in on us in 93. Ooh. That's it. So 30 years. And listen, I, I've, I've never, I don't, I don't have a story of that magnitude, a story that great. I've never had that problem. I rarely, rarely ever go to people's houses, especially spending the night, because I oh, gotta no. be able to, I got I gotta be able to play my video games. So I, I'm not staying at your house. But God, but that was a good story, boy. And, and and the funny, the funny, the funny thing about that story is that happened to a lot of dudes, but the outcome isn't as gracious as yours was. I, I, it isn't I, as I gracious believe, as yours was. I believe had he not known who I was. Now I do, I hey, I did another story. I was at I had an SL uh -huh. in 92, and I was in Savannah. So you know, you used to have the old payphone. Right. And, the, and you know, back then they didn't have no G, no GPS. You could punch it in and pull it up. Yeah. So the so she told me her address, and I I rem, I drove, I said, damn. So I'm not even thinking. I'm in, I'm on 37th and Bull. If you're from Savannah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I pull in the parking lot. Pasha had a car wash. So I pull up there and the dude run up on me. He said, you know what it is. I said, my man, everything I got is in, hey, so my wallet's in the car. Everything I got is in the car. He said, sharp. I said, yeah, my man. <laughs> hey, he said, he said, bro, you in the league. You better get a cell phone. Get out of here. Right. You ain't got to tell me no more. <laughs> hey. But I still made that call and went to Shorty's house. I did yes. do that. <laughs> hey, hey, bro, I got to finish your call, bro. You, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't passed that up, huh? No, 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 hey, no, man, no, you shot no. out, man. <laughs> listen, what? There's, I, I, well, I got, I got some good stories, man. But nothing, nothing, nothing like that. Hey, well, I told you, I told you, boy, was my life was in danger. Boy, you, boy, you tripping. You tripping? Oh, 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 oh Joe. Well, you just tripping? Be all, and all they do is just tell me they had somebody. And I'd have never stepped foot, man. You know I wouldn't disrespect. Hey. I don't. I don't. I don't think women never tell the truth. Man, and listen, and you just got to the league too. You think they finna ruin that opportunity and that chance? Yeah. Shit. Ruin, please ruin it. I think. I thank <laughs> you later. 
ruin my chances. I'll thank you later. But hey. <laughs> but Man, that was one of my stories. And from time to time, I'm going to share a few stories with you because right. I got a bunch of them over my yeah. 55 years. I, 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 got, I, got, I got some good ones. I just, just not, not like that, though. <laughs> LeBron and AD. Mm -hmm. uh, LeBron says he's the face of the franchise. You look mm -hmm. at all these retired numbers that, that surround this facility, mm -hmm. and all the greats have uh, come here, and AD mm -hmm. is one of them. Is AD the face of the Lakers? Listen, I love I love Anthony Davis. I love what he's been able to do, what he's done in his in entirety since he's been in the league. But to say he's one of the all-time greats, he is one of the all-time greats, but say he's one of the all-time greats in the Lakers organization, he hasn't been you healthy go way enough. Down. Yeah, he hasn't <laughs> been healthy enough for me consistently to be You're considered right. one of the all-time greats at that organization. One of the best big men to ever play the game. One of the most yeah. skilled big men to ever to play the game. And all you know, I Lakers need, known for big men. Yeah, yeah they they known for that. <laughs> but all I need is for for AD to be able to play a full season. Not maybe not every game, but not miss so 65. many. Sixty-five. Give me sixty-five games. That's it. Just give me sixty. That's the, I'm gonna say sixty. Give me give me sixty games because when he's on the court, man, that motherfucker's hell. Yeah. He is hell. He is hell to deal with on the defensive side, on the defensive end, and the offensive end. But again, I, I respect what LeBron is doing. He he's the goat for a reason, yeah. and he will always be. He will always be the face of that team, regardless of him big up in AD. Always. Hey, the difference is. AD talking about the face of the team. LeBron's mm -hmm. the face of the NBA. NBA. It's, yeah. like, it's like Jerry Jones is the face of the Cowboys. Patrick right. Mahomes is the face of the NFL. That's right. two different, that's a whole different thing here. Yeah. Yeah, so it is. I, I get what LeBron's trying to do. LeBron is for the longest saying, AD, I need mm -hmm. you to pick up the man. I need you to carry this thing now. Right. Bro, I'm in year 19. I'm in year 20. Now I'm headed mm -hmm. into year 21. Right. You are you're supposed to be in your prime. Yeah. You're supposed to take this thing. Now mm -hmm. and run. I can get if if AD were to take this thing and run with it, like mm -hmm. I think what I think he can, LeBron right. can easily get another two years. He can play, he's he'll be 39 in, in, in December. Mm -hmm. He can play till he's probably 41. He can get another two years in easy. And the because funny thing about the, it now, the, the no, oh, he take go ahead. His mind. Mm -hmm. He still loves it, mm -hmm. he's still sharp mentally. Mm -hmm. What broke me, Ocho, was meetings. I hate meetings. I had heard two Jeff Flanker drive. I had heard 50 bingo pick. I right, heard right, scat right. protection. When right. you hear that, there, there was nothing new to me. Right. And so now my fun was being on the bus or being, you know, being mm -hmm. in the locker room laughing and joking in the practice field stretching. Right. Man, the meeting, man, if, they, if Mike would have told me, hey, 84, don't even worry about meetings. I don't know. It'd have been hard for me to tell to take that job at CBS. But when CBS told me, and they gonna get, they were gonna give me more money than what I was making, right? And I wasn't gonna have to take no hits. <laughs> see you, Mike. See you, see you, Mike. see you. I'm just being honest. Yeah. Russell Westbrook organized a team mini camp in Las Vegas a couple of weeks ago. I at dinner, you had to practice, and then you had to go to the team dinner. At the team dinner, Russ handed each player a new a new iPhone 15 Pro Max. What's the best gift you've ever given your teammates? Oh man, the best gift I've ever given my teammates. 
Man, I don't really think it was too many people. It's too many people on the on the, on the football team, man. Yeah, yeah, it's too it's too it's too many of them boys. I think no, you don't know the quarterbacks. They'll get them like track. The yeah, yeah, yeah. They the get the line. Yeah, I did that. Uh, Ninety three, my first All Pro team. Um, I got a ten thousand dollar bonus if uh, if I made if I made if I made All Pro, and if I made the Pro Bowl. So I took my I took my money, went to the Rolex. And another three thousand out my pocket, and I brought. Whoa, whoa. All, you went to the Rolex. I went. I brought all the offensive linemen Rolexes, had them engraved. Thanks, Shannon Sharp. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, man, sugar ain't sugar ain't bought nobody. I ain't buy nobody no watches now, man. I, ain't, I just <laughs> obviously you 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 know me somewhat somewhat a little bit on how I carry myself when it comes to to my finances. Yeah, the most I think the most I've done is actually with the receivers, is maybe taking everybody out to dinner. That, that, that's yeah. that's I think that's. Well, I think let me ask you a question: Did you take your Did you take your offensive coordinator or your uh, position coach to the Pro Bowl when you went? Um, no, no. See, Coach Brad, Coach Brad, no, Coach Brad, nah. Did I, I took all my every year. I every year I made the Pro Bowl. So even right. though they were no longer coaching me, Les Steckel was the first coach that I took that I that when I made it, I right. took him and his wife. Then mm-hmm. Brian Perriani came um, mm-hmm. after Les after a Wade Phillips staff left. So right. now I go to the Pro Bowl. I bring BP, his wife, Les, and his wife Chris. And right. then I go to Baltimore. I make the Pro Bowl. I take mm-hmm. Wade Harmon, my position coach, his wife, right. BP, his wife, who's still at the Broncos. And Les Le- Steckel. Okay. Put them up. Hey, I bring them out there, fly them out, put them up at the hotel, and Mm -hmm. we go do a dinner. I'm just, you know what? I just want people to know. I've never, I've never been naive enough to think that I got to where I am Mm -hmm. by myself. Right. So I wanted them to know that I appreciate what you had done for me. Right. Les Steckle was, he's probably. Probably first or second. Coach Hall, who was my high school coach, he drove the bus for my mom. He coached all my uncles, coached my aunts, and he coached me and my brother. So right. he's probably he's my favorite coach. But Les Steckle's probably a close second because the relationship that he and I have to this day, he calls me. He calls me every one of my kids' birthday. Les hadn't coached me in 30 years. Mm. He calls me every uh, birthday for each of my kids. Mm-hmm. Now he calls me sweetheart. That was him, sweetheart. He always every time, uh, sweetheart, sweetheart. I just want him to know. I wanted BP to know. I wanted Wado to know. Bro, these Pro Bowls, these All Pro, mm-hmm. y'all help this. Yeah, invited them all. Now, some of them came. Uh, uh, Les came. Les Steckle came. I mentioned Les in my speech. BP came. Wado didn't get to come because uh, he was coaching at the time. Mm-hmm. Invited them all to the hall, all my, because I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate everything, everything that I was, everything that I had I've accomplished up until that point. As far as, as far as you know, sports wise, especially football, those guys had a large part to do with it, and I wanted yeah. that was my way of saying thank you. Yeah, I think what what I did, obviously, when I made the Pro Bowls and the, the fact that it was in Hawaii, I think the players today, they will never understand what it's like to make the Pro Bowl and so, <laughs> what a treat it was to make the Pro Bowl back then because oh, yeah. it was a, it was an actual treat. It was an actual treat and a trip yeah. for the 
family. Obviously, I, I, I took my I took my my kids, my family. I took my coach, my coach who was my trainer during throughout the off season because he's responsible for who I was. He's responsible mm-hmm. for the confidence. He he's he's responsible for the bravado and really making me into the player I was. I took him all the time. Obviously, my grandma and my mom and my homeboys out the hood. My homeboys out the hood who I grew up with. I wanted them to have that experience and go go on that journey with me. So I took them, you know, maybe one or two times. Other than that, it was always, you know, my kids and my grandma and my mom. My 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 sister, she went the first two times. My brother made it in 89 and 90. Hmm. And she was done. She didn't want to go anymore. Yeah. Um, she's like, it's too far to fly. <laughs> um, she was excited. She'd be excited for two days, and then she's right. just basically in a room. Ready to go home. Yeah. Ready, ready to go home. So she's worried about. She's worried about my grandmother because we got to have one of my aunts to come in and sit with my grandmother. And you got to realize, okay, California to Georgia is a three-hour time difference, and there's yep. another two hours. So it's mm-hmm. five hours. So you think thinking one thing, and Granny's already in the bed. And so by, <laughs> the, and by the time you want to call this in the morning, you you going to bed, and Granny's just getting up. So getting up. after that point, so I never got a chance to bring her. My mom didn't really, didn't really care to go. So right. that was... That was, it was just basically me and my me and my coaches. I I'll take the coaches and you know uh, a couple of times I had a couple of teammates, uh, which was which was cool. And then uh, in two thousand and one, one of my last year in, in in Baltimore, to have Ray and Woody to go, uh, that was funny. But it was always fun to get an opportunity to to see the guys that you compete against and right, right. sit around and eat burgers and 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 you know order mm-hmm. the mai tais and the blue Hawaiians mm-hmm. and the drinks and and tell the stories. And you get an opportunity to see Coach Belichick. You see yeah. a Peyton Manning let their hair down. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden, it's no more coach speak. Now right. all of a sudden, it's just like they're having a great time. Hey, Sharper, you want something? Hey, but hey, Char- yeah. hey. And now we try to. Hey, man, what's your room number? Oh, I'm such and such. Oh, now you got. It. Oh yeah, you everything. Up. You never give nobody you your room it, number. Never you get give a charge. Nobody gonna be about four thousand dollars because I'm charging every drink. Hey, charging the room six oh nine, six oh nine. Yeah. yeah, what you want? You want burger fries? You want a drink? Yeah. Your I, wife and kids need anything? Oh, yeah, we get you. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I remember them days. Uh-oh. Oh, no, man. they got your boy. The they got your boy. They got you? They got me. Yeah. Nah, they, they got they, me. They, what you call them? Uh, uh, you know, I went over there back then. You know, it was thir- the Buffalo was heavy. Uh, uh, Thurman Thomas, Brucey, Bruce, Bruce, uh, Biscuit, Bruce uh, Cornelius Bennett, Jim, yeah. Ke- the Jim Kelly. With Jim Kelly, I, I'm like, Jim, you're not a rookie. Jim buying everybody. Jim Kelly is the great. He might have been the greatest <laughs> Pro Bowl teammate because he's right. there for everything. I don't know what he was with the quarterback, but they just mm-hmm. benevolent. They just right. right. You want to drink, bro? I don't even drink, <laughs> but okay, <laughs> okay. So, so you don't, <laughs> so you don't feel like you are. Uh, I'm turning you down. Sure, right. I'll take one. Right, but it 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 is it, is great, and that's the best part about it. That's the thing that you know. Uh, uh, going to the Pro Bowl, meeting the guys, get an opportunity to sit around and talk and meet their family. Oh, this is my mom. This is my dad, and take the pictures mm-hmm. with their brothers and sisters. And uh, that that was a, that was a great experience for me. And seeing people out of that element, yeah, out of that yeah, football element, yeah. And actually, I think the first time actually uh, seeing Ray Lewis, well, me and Ray knew each other for years, but seeing Peyton Manning, yeah, seeing Peyton Manning being. Okay, this is not the same Peyton I saw throughout the season. This isn't the same Peyton that does the interviews. Seeing Peyton Manning be Peyton Manning and not having mm-hmm. to be politically correct. Yes. Answering yes. questions with a mic in front of his face was one of the most enjoyable moments. Like, oh shit, 
these dudes are normal. They know they just yes. they just like they just like me, you know, in a sense. Yep. And the fact that they always have to mask it once you playing yep. football and once you putting that helmet on, like ah, that has to be that has to be draining to actually change like a comedian and be someone where you just can't be you. I'm thinking. I'm trying to think. I think my last Pro Bowl. I think Tom Brady, Peyton mm-hmm. Manning, and Steve McNair rest his soul might have been my quarterback. Wait, you was there? Wait, what year was that? 2001. Okay, okay. My okay, last okay. year in Baltimore. Okay. 2001. Okay. My, la- yeah, my last year, my last year in, in Baltimore. Um, oh, I had some great ones. I mean, I played with uh Marino, Elway, Kelly, uh mm. Warren Moon. Oh, Joe Montana was my quarterback one year. Yeah. One year, I think it was Danny, Joe Montana, and Moon. Uh, I had Elway, Kelly, Marino. Oh, I God dang. Hey, <laughs> hey, your boy. Hey, I went over to try to get me one catch. That's all I wanted to do. Get me one catch. <laughs> let my grandma see me catch a pass. And get I'll out of the game. Get up out of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Ocho. Let me tell you what happened. One year in 96, my uh, uh Jacksonville had beat us. So it was 90. Uh, uh Jacksonville had beat us in the playoff. Uh-huh. And so it was me and Colts are the tight ends. And so ben you Coates. know it's Ben Coates. Yeah. Now, you know, it's only two tight ends, and we running double tight. <laughs> we running two tight ends. Now, we got, we got, I said, bro, why is it? Come on, man. Now, <laughs> mind you, I ain't got no contract. I'm a free right. agent. Right. Man, I, and I say, I said, look here, man, y'all need to stop running this tight, double tight stuff. I'm going to play the first. Ben going to play the second. I'm going to take it to third. Ben, bring it home. Right. They kept running double tight. I went and got me two bags of ice and put on my knees. I said, Ben, you got it the rest of the way. <laughs> I said, come on, Sharp, don't do it. Hey, Sharp done. Hey, don't play with that money, huh? Mm-mm. I ain't even give my money yet. Don't play. <laughs> oh, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, man. As a matter of fact, Dermonte Dawson to tell you, he pulled his hamstring at the Pro Bowl and he was never the same. Wait, he was going full speed? Trying to catch somebody on the interception. I think he tried to catch time. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up, Dermody Dawson. Yep. Oh man. But you, but you have to understand, Ocho. Back then, guys would. I mean, you know, back then the winning the winning prize was ten thousand. The losers got five thousand. Right, right. So right. by the time you brought everybody over there, that five thousand was gone. Oh, Hell, oh that's that ten thousand was gone. That's gone. That's gone. Now come come third come fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brucey. Cortez, say oh, they going, they going serious. Oh, they they coming now. They going, they come, they playing they, ball. Hey, they done been bull jabbing for three quarters. Three now quarters. the money on the line. Yeah, they yeah, coming. That's, that's that's how that's how we <laughs> was. Come. That's how that's how we was too. We was the same way. Yeah. Oh, it, oh, it was. And you know, in practice, you know, guys, you know, tea time, like, tea time. Rest your soul, Junior. Say, oh, man, I want to play tight end. Okay, hey, he playing <laughs> tight. He playing tight end. I'm playing linebacker. Coach Coughlin called a practice off because we had all the defensive players wanting to play the position, the wanting to play offense. And then <laughs> he's like, we're not getting anything done. He called again. Hey, take it in. Okay. Oh, we booked them out of there. But those, those were some great times, Ocho. Good days. But, uh, Good days. Tomorrow, you got to get up early. Tomorrow, I got to get up even earlier Yeah, and uh, do first take with Stephen A. and the guys. So we'll be back Thursday for Nightcap. I'm your favorite unk, Shannon Sharp. 
He's your favorite number 85, Chad Ocho Cinco Johnson. Call me if you need me. Nightcap, Unc Ocho, we're out. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.